Apostle Dr. Lord Vincent, you're now in tune to your time for a miracle broadcast. Well, my friend, listen, I'm inviting you to call a neighbor and call a friend, invite them to tune in for the next few minutes. For I believe that God has a word just for them. Now, listen, my friends, for those of you that want to be part of some of our services, one church at two locations that's right in the metropolitan area baton rouge you can join us at the cathedral world worship center in baton rouge louisiana 5810 mccann drive in baton rouge louisiana at our second location is in gonzalez in what you call ascension parish 2103 South Philippe. That's the Life Cathedral Worship Center. That's 2103 South Philippe in Gonzales, Louisiana. That's the Life Cathedral. Now, my friends, for those of you that need to know the service times, you may call this number, 225-291-2400. That's 225-291-2400. Call that number and get information on our service time. You don't want to miss not one of these impact service, but it is known that one service can change your entire life. Now listen, my friend, we're going to go into the service on today. Oh my God, many have been blessed just by being in these services. Now I need you to call someone now and invite them again to tune in and let them know that your time for a miracle broadcast it's now on the air with yours truly, the Apostle, Dr. Lord Benson. I'm looking and looking and believing for God to touch your life. At the end of the broadcast today, I will be giving information for you to write me for special prayer. Many of you that have been healed and many have been delivered and filled with the Holy Ghost by being part of what God is doing. But I want you to pray for you. So at the end of the broadcast today, I want you to get the information and I look to hear from you. Now, my friend, let's go now into that service. Now in progress. I just want to talk to you because so many things is, is happening and God is doing it. He's doing it. And yes, the devil is doing some stuff too, but whatever the devil is doing, it's for the sake of of what God is doing. What am I talking about? What that devil meant for evil. God is about to flip it. He gonna turn it for my good. Look around at somebody say, I'm glad folks don't like me. And some of them hate me. That's okay because God is about to for my good. Mm-hmm. It, it's going to work for me soon. Hallelujah. 
Because God is going to make folk that don't like you bless you. They're going to start loving on you. And then after they get through loving on you and doing things for you and blessing you. Because you know they're your enemies but they're going to bless you. And they're going to find out a month later what they did. And it's going to hit them. Oh, did I? Yes, you did. But you can't get it back now. God allowed Israel to get blessed by the Egyptians. The Egyptians didn't like them. The Egyptians didn't like them. And God say, I'm going to take folks that don't like you. They're getting ready to go down to the bank and make a withdrawal. And they don't know why they're going to meet you on your job tomorrow. Ah! And the Bible says that these Egyptians, they didn't like them. And the children of Israel didn't have nothing. They slept with the frogs. But it was only one more night with them frogs. And God stepped in. Let me tell y'all something. All the prejudice and the hate and the bigotry that's in this country, God is about to flip it. The same degree of hate is going to be turned into love and they're not going to even know why they're doing it. God says to the Egyptians, he says, you've been beating down my folks for years. Now it's time this thing to flip. I'm going to turn it. Y'all got all the wealth and my children don't have nothing. Y'all ain't helping me here. You got everything, Egypt, but my folks done slave for you and what? For you and they don't have anything. So now, you thought you was going to depress and oppress them forever. But you did not know that was two or three of them among them. I heard they groans. And they was tired of living. And, the, and in the way they were living and feeling the sickness they were feeling. And so now I got to move. And so the Bible said God turned it. And the same folks that didn't like them, didn't hate them, and they just resent them. And, and I mean, they were just nasty towards them. God said, now, I'm getting you out of here. I'm getting you out of Egypt. But you ain't going out of here broke. Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor, whatever you come out of now, you ain't coming out with your head down. You coming out with your head up. And you're coming out with some substance and some resources. He said, you ain't coming out of here. What you going to do, God? All them folks that been hating on you, jealous of you, intimidated by you. He said, when they look at you, 
They hate you. They, they resent you. Have y'all ever seen folk just standing and gazing at you? Like their eyes can like a 38 that would blow you away. And God said, I'm going to use that that they use to look at you a certain way. Unuse the eyes. Because when, when they looked at you, I can't stand. They, they beneath me. They not even on my level. They need to be in some slum or some rundown neighborhood. They need to be in the ghetto somewhere. And God say, don't worry because I'm about to flip it. In the next seven days, I don't know who it is, but God go. Somebody said he's going to flip it over. And the Bible declares that when, Lord have mercy, when the Egyptian thought that, oh, we're getting rid of these folk. They ain't got nothing no way. And God spoke to the men of God by the name of Moses. Y'all know the story. And while they was on their way out of Egypt, somehow never the commander in chief stood from heaven. Hulk! Oh, wait, wait a minute. What's the hold up here? Didn't you say come out of Egypt? Yeah. But you, you done slayed and worked yourself down. And you, didn't, you ain't got nothing. What, what you going to do? Gave Moses the instructions. Moses, tell them to go back into Egypt. Now Moses specifically, women, Lord have mercy. I, I, do I have any ladies in the house? I wish, amen. Lord, I wish I can talk to the ladies here. And he spoke to the ladies and he said I need y'all to turn around what we ain't going back into Egypt but God said no you this time the same eyes that was looking at you and hated you and despised you and kept you depressed and oppressed them same eyes I'm putting something else in them they had hate in their eyes not love gonna be in their eye favor gonna be in their eye and when they look at you now anything you want they gonna give it to you uh, y'all ain't remember this here. What you mean they gonna give it to me when all the time I had to work myself? God said, don't worry because what that happened now, you don't understand this here. I'm getting ready to put some in their eyes. And when they see you, so what, what do we need to do, Moses? Go back and borrow. How can you borrow and ain't got no credit? Some of y'all taking six months to get your credit right. You need to call today. You need your bills paid today. You need to move out of that apartment and own a home. And you ain't got six months to be trying. Okay, ain't nothing wrong with it. But God got another method. God got another plan. If you are a child of God and been working for God and giving your all to God God said I'm going to remember you can I tell some of y'all here today that God is about to remember his people like never before and some of y'all enough has defined
and itself enough is enough look at the neighbors I'm tired of going from payday to payday amen Robert Peter to pay Paul and looking for Jeremiah I'm tired of borrowing from folk amen I'm trying to make every end me I'm tired amen of borrowing this and trying to get from over here God say enough is enough I don't know who am I talking to today but today is your day that God gonna give you a supernatural flip he gonna turn it he about to turn that thing in your life Israel what you gonna do Moses I say go back and borrow but we ain't got no credit we ain't got no 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 collateral I ain't got nothing to, you know y'all know how y'all do that collateral stuff you done took your last fan you knew you needed this hot now amen you done took it to the pawn shop oh god I feel God here Amen. You done did everything that put with collateral, but you ain't even got collateral. You ain't got anything. What you need now is God to release something out of the heavens. Let me tell y'all some God is not just the man upstairs. He's not just a man, praise God, some remote machine in the universe beaming over this world. God is a spirit. Oh my God, I feel God in this place. And God stay with the spirit is like the wind. I can't get into that right now. And whichever the wind blows. Lord God say I speak to the wind cause the wind listen to me did you not know oh God I feel God ain't no more words God says I'm getting ready to do something with my spirit cause my spirit is gonna make something happen that you cannot make happen yourself somebody what are you talking about preacher it don't make sense how can this happen without me doing this here and doing that there I heard God speak a word and what did God say not by might oh not by power, but by my spirit. What? By my what? By my spirit. Says who? Look around at a neighbor. Say, neighbor, I got the spirit working for me. Who is that spirit? It's God himself. For God is a spirit. And when folks don't even know what's working for me. The Bible said the wind listen. And the wind hear it. But you don't know which way the wind is going to blow. And which way it's going to move. Until God speak. Oh glory. When God speaks. Something is getting ready to happen. And that is why the children of Israel stood there what we gonna do borrow do what the question with some of you is this I ain't getting in debt I ain't getting in debt I got too much going on now I ain't getting in debt can I tell y'all what's getting ready to happen to the body of Christ and the believers today what getting ready to happen for y'all? Some of y'all want certain type of homes, right? Okay, folks don't want it. They want to live in the hood. Okay, okay, praise God. Y'all want a certain type of vehicle. You don't want something to get you around town and that's it. Come on, God, give me something to get around with. You need more than to get around. You need to get there. But God is about 
to do something now supernaturally because his people haven't gotten to the place now where enough is enough. I can't deal with it no more. I can't take it no more. I got to get a release from this here. This thing got to turn for me. I got to see the better side. I done seen the worst side. I got to see the upside. I done seen the downside. I done seen the hate side. I got to see the love side. I done seen the inconsiderate side. Now I got to see the considered side. So he says, oh, I got to flip it. I got to do what? But I don't, see, you done live with so much credit, bad credit, that the credit done scared y'all. I ain't doing the what? Credit bad. That's a bad one. <laughs> God got something for the bad credit. Yes, sir. Look around, let a neighbor say, You got desires. You got dreams. And let me tell y'all something right here. I know there are things that God will do for us. He meet our needs. Glory to God. He gives sometimes our wants. Y'all ain't talking to me. But the greatest thing that God going to do for the believers is when you start delighting yourself in him, he's going to give you the desires of your heart. And can I tell y'all something right now? When God gives you your desires, that your desire may not even be a need, it may not even be a more. It's just something you just desire. Am I talking to anybody here? Look around at a neighbor to have you ever desired anything. Well, get ready. Because your desires, your job can't pay for it. Your benefits can't pay for it. God got to do it himself. Look around at a neighbor and neighbor. I don't know about you, but he about to give me my desires. So wait a minute. So what happens, he says, go borrow. This is the problem because many of you don't want to take the risk. You don't have the resources now, but God wants you to have it because that's your desire. So he's going to fix it since you can't go buy it. Since you can't just go into that real estate office or that mortgage company, y'all ain't talking to me. So God say, because you've been oppressed and depressed and you've been lacking in your life for years and you barely got educated and got out of school or you got a felony on your uh, crime or some type of stigma on your life, he said, I got to get you out and flip this thing for you because you're mine, you're my child, you're my child. I'm going to show you what your father can do. And God showed me he is now getting ready to give us the, the, the boldness and the courage. See, it had to take the children of Israel courage, son. That, that when they know they've been oppressed by the oppressor or they've been downed by the one that was whipping him, how can I have the courage to go somebody for something that don't oppress me so the courage and boldness God is about to put inside 
minds of the believers. Y'all about to have so much boldness and courage and somebody go, you must be a fool. You must be crazy. Okay, well, you don't understand the kingdom principle and the kingdom concept. See, when you in God, he gonna take what's evil and turn it to good. So God said, I'm getting ready to do this for you and you're not gonna understand how it's done. All I want you to do is obey what I tell you to do. Just go and Not knowing that God had already put something in their eye. They were scared to go around the oppressor because the oppressor had hate in them. So they said, I ain't going, I know what they're going to say. Some of y'all are too scared to go to your supervisor because you know what's in their eye. They've been watching you forever. I know, I know what they're going to say. I know what they're going to say. No, that's when you are not walking with God. It don't matter what the custom is or the pattern has been or the conventional way of doing it. Let me tell you what the Bible declares that when God saw that the children of Israel upon another time was in trouble, the Bible said there was a conspiracy, a plot by Haman to come against the children of Israel to have all of them, amen, killed. And the Bible declares that that was Mordecai, had a little niece called, ladies, y'all better talk to me, had a little niece called who? Esther and the Bible said it was not amen in the conventional it was not in authority it was not protocol for anybody to show up before the king without the king acquired of them or the king amen asked them to come so the Bible says that somebody had to get some boldness and some courage to go before the king Esther the Bible declares went over and told the Jews and the people of God I want you to do this here we're going to turn our face towards him we're going to turn the plate down fast for three days and after three days I'm going where you going Esther I'm going where it's not custom to go I'm going to have courage to do something that nobody wants to do because I heard from God and the Bible declares that when she got up on that third day 72 hours later she went before the king they said don't go this is the one that's oppressed us. But she said, it's different now. I'm working with something. Something is on me. She said, I'm going before the king. And if I perish, I perish. What she was saying, if my credit decline, I'm still going. If they don't accept me, I'm still going. Where you going? I'm going to the dealership. If they out, I'm going to the mortgage company. I'm going to the prisons. I know that something is with me now that I didn't have before. And the Bible says, all of a sudden, she went before the king out of courage. She didn't have no substantial resources, but out of courage. Israel, children of Israel down in Egypt, go and borrow. Oh, just go. And the Bible said, and the women. What? Why the women? Why the men couldn't go? Oh. Look 
around that somebody said he sent the women back and the men was waiting while the women went shopping and boy they went in there came back since the the favor or the spirit of borrowing on me because see I know I, I can hear some theologian talking right now some religious demon talking now the Bible say you should lend and not borrow. That is Bible. But before they could lend, they had to get it that they wouldn't borrow again. <laughs> I'm going to show you how this is going to happen. I was talking to a brother yesterday and we was talking about reflecting back to of the old pumps. Y'all remember the old pumps? The old pumps, you know, when in the country, they, they, that well water, that well water. That old pump is dry and you go there without some water in your hand then, or no water and you hit that pump, it, it'll do that forever. But what we did we went and borrowed a little water from the neighbors and we put the water in the pump and start priming it and all of a gush of water start coming out. Do you think I worried about paying a neighbor back? First of all, I cannot lend and not what? Look around at a neighbor and say, neighbor, Aren't you tired of a no car and a note home? What about a no no car and a no note home and a no no wardrobe, a no no refrigerator, a no no washing dryer? Look at some of y'all looking, but I see the truck backing up and God's a door, because I'm getting ready to do it supernaturally. Hold it. So he is about to position me to get it that I don't have to borrow. That I would lend. Because they didn't have nothing at first until they got some water to prime the pump. I got to go. Go borrow. They took the courage. If we about to get out of here, how are we going to pay them back? God got a plan. God said, go in there and get it. Look at our neighbor and say, go get it. Because he about to flip it for you. Somebody said, go get it. Because he going to do what? Well, God bless you on today. Uh, I tell you, I know many of you have been blessed by listening to your time for a miracle broadcast. Well, this has been yours truly, the Apostle Dr. Lord Benson. Listen, my friends, many of you can be blessed also by writing me. I want to pray the prayer of faith. And believe God for your miracle. 
many folks that write and I tell you the testimonies after I lay my hands on their prayer requests. I want to pray for, pray with you. Now listen, you can write me at World Outreach Ministries. That's right, World Outreach Ministries, P.O. Box 477, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. That's World Outreach Ministries, P.O. Box 477, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70821. Now, for those of you that desire to attend one of our power pack services, oh my God, one church at two locations. You don't want to miss your location, my friends. That's on Sunday, every Sunday in Gonzalez and in Baton Rouge. Now, you can call this number to get directions and information regarding our service times. You may call 225 291 2400. That's 225-291-2400. Call that number to get a schedule of our service times. I know you'll be blessed in one of our services. Well, my friend, our time is about up for today. I'm looking to see you in one of our services. Go with God, my friends. God bless. Say,